Welcome to WPPA Sports Saturday. It's always good to have Ed Benishunas back in the chair. Glad you could make an appearance this week, Doc. <laughs> I'll be uh, pretty soon. Uh, I'll be back for a long, long stretch, my friend. Well, that'll be all right by me. That means I'm taking some time. No, I'm only kidding. Don't get yourself in an uproar. Let's thank our fine sponsors like Gears Dairy, Schuylkill County's oldest full-service family-owned dairy, along the Tumbling Run Road. Don't forget, it's the full line of whole milk to skim milk, award-winning chocolate milk, iced tea, fruit drink products. Oh, baby, you can't get much better than Gears, can you? No, you can't. And uh, don't forget that iced tea. The raspberry, the diet decaf. Boy, it's it's not too sweet, not too mellow. It's just smooth sipping, buddy. You know what else? What else? You know it's getting warmer, right? Yeah. Smack that pucker with some lemonade, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right in the kisser. Sip on, that. Schuylkill County. Gives you that little zippity-dippy. Well, that mic don't sound too right. Don't I it? know, does it? Uh, l- l- let me bang on it a little bit. Here. Sometimes, right, remember, right. no, remember no, no, back no, in the no, days no. when we were younger? and Treat you it like a lady. The... Come on, be nice Sorry. to it. Sorry. Anyway, we'd also like to thank Phoenix Physical Therapy, where you can recover, recharge, and rise. Yeah, they've got five convenient locations. Frackville, Potzel, Orgsburg, also in uh, Pine Grove and out in Gratz. Stop by and see the fine folks uh, at uh, Phoenix Physical Therapy. As Chaz says, where you could recover, recharge, and rise like the Phoenix out of the fire. Buddy. I'm finding the problem. Are, are, are you all right? I think you, I found the problem. find the problem? Yeah, I think I found the problem. Check one, two. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it sounds a lot better, right? Mm-hmm. Good job. Good job. Oh, now, now it jumped up oh, there yeah, for you. I see. Uh-huh. Yeah. There I you found, go. I found the issue. There's a little bit of a delay there in between the, the wires. The, 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 there you uh, go. Oh, uh, looks I'm good now. i sweet spot now. Yeah. Sorry yeah. about and don't that, forget though. today, uh, uh, home run payoff inning brought to you by BlackRock Trucks and Equipment uh, up there on Fireman's Road in Frackville. It's going in and out, my friend. Yeah, but, I uh, noticed that. Uh, today is the eighth You, you keep inning. talking. Okay. Today is the eighth inning uh, for BlackRock Trucks uh, payoff inning. And it is the top of the eighth since the Phils are in Atlanta. And our uh, contestant today is Mike Prock of Frackville. Mm-hmm. And a whole bevy of prizes up for grabs, courtesy of Black Rock Trucks and Equipment. And I'll tell you what, Black Rock did a heck of a job of my Dodge Ram, uh, my Ram mm-hmm. Warlock. And uh, uh, it hooked it up uh, with an automatic starter, uh, tinted the windows for me, mm-hmm. and uh, made it just look good all the way around. And, and, and not I only I that, I mean, your everyday car care needs can be met at 109 Fireman's Road in Frackville. So... But that's a great package, though, that just keeps building. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and uh, hopefully the Phil's hit some uh, homers. So uh, uh, the uh, fine folks that listen to us here on WPPA have an opportunity to get up there and experience uh, Black Rock trucks and equipment. And uh, they're not just trucks. They also do cars, as Chaz said. Cars, they do. They keep your big rigs on the road. They do yep. everything. I think they even dibble around in those side-by-sides a little yeah. bit, putting See, on some think, uh, mm-hmm. uh, lights and uh, upgrading sound systems and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, Chaz? you can hear from John every yeah, week, Monday through from... Friday with Jay-Z yeah. at 930 when he let's talks talk about sports. how to keep your car. Well, let's take a look at what happened last night around the uh, diamonds are in full swing at this time of the year, aren't they? Doug? Yeah, we had a little bit of uh, action there. The uh, final game of that Russ Rothomill Thor- uh, tournament uh, went uh, off last night. North Schuylkill, once again, the champs in that one, 3-1 to one over Panther Valley. Tamaqua, they smacked their backyard rival Marion 
twenty to five last night. How about this? Shenandoah Valley at twenty three nothing shutout over Salem Christian and Williams Valley in a tussle last night with Line Mountain six four. Girls softball, Schuylkill Haven Lady Canes getting her done. 10-0 over Jim Thorpe. Weatherly down executive education, 4-1. Shenandoah, the girls victorious yesterday in eight innings as they beat Columbia Montorvo Tech, 11-9. And Minersville, they get by Bristol yesterday, big time, 15-1. That's a look at what happened on the diamond last night. You know, there was a big thing on a dirt oval last night. The T-102 race car yeah. made it in. Timmy Fitzpatrick yeah. making it to victory lane with the T-102. Woo! machine last night. That hasn't happened in a long, long time. At least right. at least that Fitzpatrick's back yeah, to winning. I guess we know which Fitzpatrick's better now uh, when it comes to the dinner table <laughs> I, and the arguments. I don't I would... think the racing superintendent would ever argue with us that Timmy <laughs> is the man. So Let's look at that uh, card today, Chaz. What's going on around the area? Non-league baseball today. Going to get underway at 10 a.m. It's Jim Thorpe at Schuylkill Haven. Lincoln leadership that one, is... That one probably will get underway at 10 a.m. because uh, the moisture in the air, but boy, I had the opportunity to take in the all-new Scott Buffington field. Yeah. That infield will play in rain. The outfield will still get wet, but the infield will play in rain. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you, Is it raining still? It's misting. It's, it's, it's just enough to make mizzle? the grass miserable. It's mizzle? It's mizzle. Mist, drizzle type Yeah, thing? you could yeah. probably play it, but you're going to be you know, skipping baseballs to the side here to get the towel on them and that's all right, stuff like that. But that, I'll tell you what, that surface down there at Buffington Field, that artificial infield, boy, is it? It's it's like JP. It's zippy. Wow, wow. How about Lincoln leadership there to be at Minersville today for eleven at twelve noon today? You're going to have Panther Valley traveling to uh, Lee Heighton. Wilkes-Barre is at Pottsville. Muhlenberg's at Blue Mountain. 1 p.m. this afternoon, you got Monnoy at MMI, Columbia at Hamburg. 4 o'clock, Millersburg at Williams Valley. And under the lights at Stump Stadium, Topa Hocken will be in to take the Halfway Pine through Grove. that, they'll be under the lights. 6 okay. o'clock start, they'll be playing in the sun. Right fielder, <laughs> second baseman, first baseman, don't forget your shade. <laughs> Some softball going on today, Doc, at 11 o'clock. Williams Valley's traveling to Bloomsburg. Noon for a couple of tilts, Jim Thorpe at Shenandoah Valley. Panther Valley's at Lee Heighton. Machanoi area goes to Tamaqua Nativities at Schuylkill Valley. 1 o'clock, Hamburg's at Columbia. North Schuylkill's at Schuylkill Haven today at 1. Look at this, Chaz. Uh, Pine Grove going to have a bevy of baseball. Baseball games on uh, on tap. I, I, I it's a Cardinal is Classic. I think this softball. Is softball. Yeah, yeah, it is softball. Yes, I'm sorry. The Cardinal Classic in softball. You got Lake Lehman versus Pine Grove getting underway at 10. Then it's a Shikalimi taking on Glendale at noon. And then you'll have the consolation game at 2 and championship game at 4. Halifax tournament. You've got uh, Wyoming missing and Halifax at 10. Tri Valley, Brandywine Heights at noon. Consolation 2, championship at 4. We've got some racket going on, Chaz. Well, non league boys you're tennis. A lot a racket there. Sorry. Hazleton area is at Pottsville at 10 o'clock, and Schuylkill Valley's at Blue Mountain at 11. Some yo, college- yo, 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 Oscar Nye, the coach at Blue Mountain. There you go. Don't forget college softball today. Penn State Schuylkill takes on Penn State Scranton in a doubleheader, and tomorrow in softball, Beaver comes into Schuylkill for a doubleheader. 12 o'clock today, 2 o'clock tomorrow. I can't go. Niner Niners down. I won't be there. You won't Cheer be there? Cheer it on. Girl softball. Oh. Penn State Schuylkill. Yeah, and I guess you no longer pack the uh, snacks for the club no. anymore. No, 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 no. Up on the mountain now, buddy. Mm-hmm. Up mm-hmm. on the mountain now. 
used to be the snack packer for See, that See, I, I don't know. I, I'm in a, t- a conundrum. I'm in a conundrum. April 20th, um, they're going to match up Hazleton at Schuylkill at Hazleton, and, and the deciding is, where am I going to sit? Right behind the backstop, indeed, with home plate. I think I should. That's where I should Oh, be. I think it should be an honorary seat there for you. I mean, you are kind of a big deal. Oh, God. I'm not a pickle, my friend. I said deal, not deal. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Let's talk and recap you're, some you're of these games. You're in a pickle, though, with that game. <laughs> yeah, 55-gallon 50, drum, you could pickle somebody like me. 55-gallon <laughs> drum I don't know. Vinegar. I don't know that either one of us are fitting inside a 55-gallon drum unless we're forced. Oh, yeah, we might be forced. It might be a 55-gallon drum. Anyway, Crisco, that Let's happens. talk about that Russ Rothermill Tournament Championship, the 28th edition, yep. happening in Fountain Springs last night as uh, it got washed out from Minersville last weekend and uh, field conditions were not conducive to play. So they decided to play it last night in Fountain Springs and Logan Burke coming up a complete game three hitter as North Schuylkill wins their fifth championship in a row, three to one. Yeah, they took the last 10 out of the 11 in that. Did you know that? That's, uh, you know, it's been their, their, their deal. Josh Schwanski, he scores the first run for Dort Schuylkill. Uh, Dylan Dietz, a uh, single was misplayed, and uh, Dietz then scored on a uh, single by Jake Hall, Chaz. And then uh, Mike Pasco's RBI single in the fifth sliced the deficit to 2-1. North Schuylkill grabbed the insurance run on a sack fly by Jackson Schwanski in the sixth. Burke throwing a 98 total pitches, giving up just three singles, Chaz, walking none and striking out seven. Uh, in the uh, effort, uh, Stephen Hood, he also pitched well, giving up just three hits, walking one and striking out five. And uh, this is the first time the Panthers made their way to that title game. Indeed. And, uh, you know, I like that Russ Rothermel tournament. I think it was a great thing. Started 28 years ago. Our good buddy yeah. Delbert Houck yeah. involved in getting that thing started. And uh, it's nice to see the, con- the uh, tradition continues under Joel Motuck over there at Minersville and Rich Dry to uh, make sure that that uh, tournament's played in the early part of this season. I think it's great for local baseball when they can get those four local teams. It would be cool if they expand that, but I know that's a lot to, to throw in there. Yeah, it's a lot to throw in. You know, I mean, it, it seems like most tournaments, uh, when they have these, uh, it's four teams, a uh, traditional four-team thing. You usually get together. You have, you know, I mean, the first game at 10, the second one, you know, about one, and then you get those uh, consolations and then those championships in, and you hope it's all in one day. But, you know, Mother Nature just seems to play havoc with the uh, Russ Rothamill Mill tournament the last mm-hmm. few years. Over in Tamaqua, Chaz, the land of running water, the Blue Raiders victorious last night over Marion, 20-5. to Yeah, they picked up a continuation of a suspended game on March 31st. Now, if this game was suspended, boy, the Blue Raiders picking up their first win of the season must have came out in grand fashion. They led 12-5 to in the top of the fourth when the game was called due to weather. They scored 12 straight runs after Marion took a 5-0 lead. Nate Wickersham began Friday's action by pitching out of a bases loaded jam, and the Raiders followed by scoring eight runs to end the game via the 15-run rule. Yeah, Wickersham, uh, Shellhammer, uh, Mushok, and uh, Case each added two hits for Tamaqua. Jake uh, Cholak uh, had the only hit for Marion, a two-run double in the second in that uh, series. Yeah, there. look at that next piece. And well, it's going to be interesting because I got a few questions for Leroy when we catch up to him in a few moments from now. The game featured 26 walks. Yowzers! 
pitching at a premium in that one. <laughs> Shenandoah Valley took it to Salem Christian yesterday, 23 to nothing, as Nick McKitha went three for three with four ribbies at the plate and tossed two scoreless frames on the mound. The game only lasted three innings, Eddie. Yeah, Bobby Boris and Joey Vivasis uh, each had three hits for the uh, Blue Devs, who scored 19 in the top of the first and compiled 18 hits. All nine starters had at least one hit and scored at least two runs. McKenna and Boris combined to give up just two hits to uh, Salem Christian, which has been outscored 48-2 to in their three games. Oh, baby. Williams Valley had a tough one. There's the tight ball game. Back again, the uh, Vikings traveling to Mandata to take on Line Mountain, an old uh, Tri-Valley League rivalry there, Eddie. Yeah, Bronson Kelly, he goes two for four with an RBI, threw five strong, picked up the uh, victory uh, on the win yesterday. Jake Herman, uh, along with Mason Evans and Logan Willard, each had two hits for Williams Valley, while Owen Shoup doubled and Zach Underkoffler had uh, an RBI single. Kelly struck out five, walked two, Evans pitched for the final two innings for the save. And let's turn our attention to softball here as Schuylkill Haven picks up their third win of the year. And the uh, Lady Canes doing some damage on the diamond. They 10-run rule Jim Thorpe in five. Yeah, and uh, Kaylee Book and uh, Katie Wank each uh, had four hits. And uh, Book's hits include a triple, and she knocked in two runs, scored twice, and had an R. Wank scored twice and had an RBI. Also, uh, Chloe uh, Homan uh, had two hits, including an RBI triple in the fourth. Uh, Trista Garris and Christy McLean had two singles each to lead the Lady Olympus. Weatherly beat Executive Education 4-1 to in softball. Maddie Von Frisch hurled a complete game, scattering four hits and striking out 13. As the records claim the non-league win, 4-1 to over Executive Education. The Lady Divils traveled yeah. to Espy to yeah. take on Columbia Montorvo Tech and needed some extra time on that long ride. Yeah, they Although did. it's not so long to Espy from Shenandoah Valley. No, it's not that bad. Oh, just... Over the mountain and true to woods. Over the mountain, true to woods. Over the river we go, my friend. Because uh, the Devils pushed uh, two runs across at the top of the eighth inning to break a 9-9 all-tie. The first run scored on an error when Ava Menjavar, RBI double, pushed across the insurance run. And then uh, Hannah D'Angelo, uh, Manjanar and D'Angelo uh, in the circle uh, yesterday, I'm sorry, no, they are uh, the two hits apiece on offense. Abby Davis was in the circle, striking out 11 to get the victory. And the Batlin Miners of Minersville softball team on the road doing the Bristol stomp, and they stomped them for sure, 15 to 1. Aramie Arroyo hurled a two hitter, striking out seven. Arroyo also sparked the offense, stroking a double, two singles, driving in two runs. Abby Adams, Casey Ratka. And uh, Kieran Plesnarski also drove in two runs apiece. Adams had a home run and double. Ratchka had a double and a single. And Plesnarski had a home run in the game. So that's what's happening locally on the Diamond Dock. You talked about what's coming up today. We'll see how Mother Nature plays with that a little bit. It is... Uh, a weird morning for what it's supposed to be the beautiful day of the weekend, sunny Mizzle. and 71. Mizzle. And it's Mizzle out there. It's been an interesting start, but we've got an interesting start here on Sports Saturday. We're going to take a time out. We'll come back and we'll talk to the sports editor of the Republican Herald, Leroy Boyer. He couldn't find the crystal baseball after it took a <laughs> vacation a year ago, so we'll see if he was able to dig it up since Thursday. Leroy's coming up on the program, of course. Don't forget... 
You can catch us all over the place. Yeah. AM 1360, 105.9, FM 106. And don't forget about those pair of apps we got out there with the big one, A-106 space WPPA on the Google Play Store. Don't forget you missed the show live. We've got the podcast. You can find it at Google, Apple, uh, Spotify, and also on our host site, anchor.fm. It's WPPA Sports Saturday. Polka Time, Sundays, 1 till 3 p.m. Hi, Paul Congress inviting you to tune in to the widest variety of the newest and best polkas here on WPPA. So set your dial to 1360 WPPA, 106 FM, or on the web, WPPARadio.com. Let's make it a date. WPPA is giving you a chance to win with Phillies baseball again this season. It's the Black Rock Trucks and Equipment Home Run Payoff Inning. Here's how it works. If a Phillies batter hits a home run during our designated inning, a lucky listener will win some great prizes courtesy of our fine sponsor, Black Rock Trucks and Equipment in Frackville. A solo shot gets you a free oil change and tire rotation. A two-run homer, and you will win an oil change, tire rotation, and PA inspection. A three-run blast gets you an oil change, tire rotation, PA inspection, and front-end alignment. And for a grand slam, you will win an oil change, tire rotation, PA inspection, front-end alignment, and $400 towards a set of tires. To enter, drop us a postcard to WPPA slash BlackRock Trucks Home Run Inning Contest, P.O. Box 540, Pottsville, Pennsylvania, 17901. We will announce our payoff inning at 930 during the wake-up show. All prizes are courtesy of BlackRock Trucks and Equipment, 109 Fireman's Road in Frackville. My dad is a hero. He goes into burning buildings. He finds people inside who need to be saved. Then he helps him get out, even when he can't breathe or see, even when he's a little scared. My dad is a firefighter. He does great things, and the best thing he can do is come home. The U.S. Fire Administration, a part of FEMA, reminds you to protect the heroes who protect our lives. Have a smoke alarm on every floor. Test it monthly. Replace the battery yearly. Do your part to get out before firefighters have to come in. The fact is, 60% of all fire deaths occur in a home without a working smoke alarm. The good news is, that's a fact that can change. For more information, visit the U.S. Fire Administration at www.usfa.fema.gov. Working for a fire-safe America. Always lots of new things to try. New foods, new drinks. But there's one thing you just don't veer from. The great taste of Gears. Gears Dairy on the Tumbling Run Road has been serving up quality like their milk products straight from local farms or the iconic Gears iced teas. Regular sugar-free green tea and raspberry teas. Refreshing orange drink and lemonade. Plus the ever-popular seasonal drinks too. Gears Dairy, part of your family for generations. Ah, sip on Schuylkill County. Welcome back. WPPA Sports Saturday brought to you by Gears and Phoenix Physical Therapy. Chaz, Phillies baseball. Mm-hmm. 645 for the pregame today. Mm-hmm. 720 first pitch in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Top of the eighth inning. Blackrock Trucks and Equipment home run payoff inning. Mike Proc Frackville, our lucky contestant. 
There you have it. You've got it. And there we've got on the telephone our good old friend from the Republican Herald, the sports editor, Leroy Boyer. And Leroy, I heard uh, Chaz ribbing you the other day on our inaugural broadcast down in Schuylkill Haven about the Crystal Baseball. Me? And I just wanted to remind you, it's in the upper right-hand corner of your shed. Yeah, it's pretty dirty. Hasn't been out in two years. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today, good Leroy? Morning. Leroy, you know, was I ribbing you? We had a good time down there at Schuylkill <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I heard it. I, I heard the bantering. It's always nice to hear that, you know, and, and, yeah. and see that you're out and about, and, and things are starting to slowly return to normal. As... It's, it's good to finally see him out and about. All winter long, he's like hibernating. Hey, somebody has to go inside to the pool. You know, that's, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You only work in warm weather. I get it. I get it. But let's talk about this baseball season, Leroy. And my good, you know, even if the crystal baseball was working, I think right now you think there's a short circuit somewhere. Well, I think, you know, we still don't know a lot about these teams because they don't know a lot about themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think the most anybody's played in our area is uh, six games, five or six games. And even then, you know, with kids who's armed, maybe not full strength, maybe a kid out because of COVID or an injury, you don't really know what your team has. And, and I don't think we know that about a lot of teams in the Schuylkill League as of yet. I think in a week or two we might learn a lot more. And I think when you look at the league in general, there's just one one way to describe it. So if you would ask me which teams are the better teams, that's all going to depend on who you're throwing today and who you're facing today. And, and we saw a perfect example of that on Thursday at Schuylkill Haven. Uh, Schuylkill Haven has two good pitchers. They have Mason Olsh, who's going Division One at Quinnia Pack, and have Jake Houts, a senior left-hander who pitched in the state playoffs two years ago and did really well. Um, they have two horses that they can throw out there every other game and give themselves a great chance to win. Nativity has a stud pitcher as well in Jake Cooperage, and anytime they throw him out on the mound, he can beat anybody. But what Nativity doesn't have is a number two or a number three or a number four guy that can keep them competitive in games right now. They may, they may have one. They haven't found it. Um, and that was the difference. Houts was on, and Nativity's pitchers struggled to throw the ball or to plate, nine walks, a couple hit guys, wild pitches. Uh, and it was just, you know, Haven took advantage. They stole a lot of bases, and they, they ended the game early in a 10-run roll. So, you know, I mean, if you're, you know, who – are you going to face John Hollowitz today? You know, are you going to face Mason Olsh today? Uh, you know, which which pitcher are you going to face today and maybe get lucky and not face them? Yeah, so that, I think that's the way to sum it up in a nutshell. You know, Leroy, I likened it to basketball season, and I know you were in the pool, but I know you followed everything that was going on. Early in the season in basketball season, now this was only with a, with a eight, four-week hiatus. When these teams came back after that, at that point, everybody kept saying, well, who's the dominant team? I don't know, because they all look off. Boy, I'll tell you, what a difference with a year off and continuity and everything else did to the spring sports. I think the spring sports, I think track is the one that suffers the most, because you just can't, you just can't replicate that. I mean, you can, yeah, if you're a mile runner or a distance runner, you can go run around town, or you can you know, go to the local park and run. You know, if you're a, a field, you know, I'm sure you can't just go down to the park and high jump. You know what I mean? You can't throw you can't throw discus and shot put just out of the blue anywhere. So that's specific training that has to happen. Um, the baseball and softball teams 
I think you're going to see the teams that had their kids play in the summer do a lot better. And and I'm, you know, I haven't seen too many games this year. There hasn't been that you know week or so in. But Schuylkill Haven's a perfect example. They've won three games this week. They got a late start because of COVID. But that team that's on the field that you saw on Thursday, minus Mason Olsh and minus Jake Houts, who did not play, they're too, they were too old. That entire team was their senior league team that won the county championship and played, I don't know, 20, 22 games over the course of the summer. That's all experience that a lot of these kids did not get. So if you have kids you know, that played independent Legion ball for Southern area or Schuylkill Valley, uh, you know, some of the Nativity and Pottsville kids played for Schuylkill Valley. Some of the, you know, North Schuylkill kids that live in Frackville played for Schuylkill Valley. The Blue Mountain kids all played on that junior Legion team or the Southern area Legion team and got valuable experience in the summertime. And then, you know, baseball and softball, these kids play travel ball in the fall. Uh, if they don't play football, they're out in the field somewhere. So I think all that experience, yeah, yeah, they didn't play high school ball. So from March to May, they may not have played. And that's, you know, competition that they, they can never get back. But these kids did do it. They did play all summer and into the fall. The only difference now is that they're not – their cohesion and chemistry with the teammates they have now isn't quite there yet. Um, whereas, you know, in Schuylkill Haven's case, all those kids played together. They were – it's the same team. Add two stud pitchers to that team. So uh, I think that's, that's a big key. How quickly can some of these teams build chemistry – build cohesion, get used to what they're supposed to be doing, and get back into the flow of things. And then we'll see, you know, come end of April, early May, which teams step forward. You know, Leroy, you talk about that cohesion and you talk about that chemistry, and people are probably sitting there saying, ah, come on, it's see. I mean, somebody hits the ball, somebody throws the ball, somebody hits it, you know, you get it and you, you throw it. But there's different uh, nuances to the game that you have to practice on and get used to, like, hey, where's that second baseman going to stand when he's the cutoff man? Is he going to be in the right spot where I'm used to my second baseman from last year standing? I, I mean, things like that. And I mean, people don't understand that. Well, and, and pitching is the big key, too. Um, you know, if you haven't thrown the ball a lot or you haven't pitched to live batters, that, that makes a big difference. It's one thing to get on one of those, you know, wooden block mounds in the gym or in the auxiliary gym or wherever your team practices inside and throw a bullpen session and pop the mitt and everything looks great. And then you throw a batter in there and you can't find it. Um, a lot of the games so far this year uh, that we've seen, um, walks and errors are the difference. So that. That cohesion, you know, as you said, you know, grounder to third, throws it to second, second baseman misses it, opens up the door for a big inning. You know, kid drops a fly ball because he's just not used to seeing it in the air, outside. Um, pitcher struggling to throw the ball over the plate. Uh, the game last night, Tamaqua Marion, which was the completion of a suspended game. Now, both of those teams are very young and lack a lot of pitching. I don't think either one has a guy that you know, have any faith in to go out there and dominate somebody, but... Um, and it'll be a, a long year for two, both of those clubs. 26 walks in that game. Yikes. 26. Uh, that's a lot. <laughs> um, I know, know one guy that wasn't behind the plate then. 
No, 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 I was not buying the plate. <laughs> oh, come on. Stop picking on him. I'm not picking on him. He knows it's all in good fun. But, you know, Leroy, well, the other thing is, you know, the nuances, as, as, as you and Ed were talking about, I think it was very evident on Thursday how that synthetic turf is going to play in for visiting teams if they haven't seen it. But I'm going to be more interested to see the flip side of that. And I got to talk to to Coach Buffington after the game. He's interested and happy there's still some grass, some semblance of grass around Schuylkill Haven. He's a little nervous to go on the road. And Nativity had a hard time picking up the speed of ground balls. And I'm looking this up real quick. Yeah, Haven has not played a road game yet. They were at home with why I'm missing. Um, The Williams Valley game was originally supposed to be on the road, but um, Williams Valley has some kind of school activity the second time they play, so they asked to flip sites so the kids didn't have to travel and some kind of play or uh, concert or something, and then in the activity game. So they've played three games at home. They play again at home today against Jim Thorpe. Um, so, yeah, when they finally go on the road, um, you know, go to an all-dirt infield at Tri-Valley, or depending on where Williams Valley plays, if they play at, at the Tower City Legion Field, which is like a concrete infield, um, or they play on the Williams Valley High School Field, which is much softer. How are the Haven kids going to adapt? That's a very good point. We'll have to see how that transpires. And, you know, in the flip side for Schuylkill Haven, I tell you what, that not that ballpark beautiful? I mean, it is. I, I, I sat there on Thursday and I thought to myself, you know, I played on this field 30-some years ago when there was no dugouts. There was wooden, old, raggedy wooden bleachers behind the bench that was technically our dugout. There was no protection from anything. We just sat on... You know, wooden benches as, as dugouts. There was nothing in right field, but way out in the right field gap was a football sled. <laughs> and left field was so chewed up from football practice that any ground ball out there was, was, a, uh, was a mystery. If you were going to get a, a true hop or if you were going to get it to bounce one way or the other, uh, anytime something was hit out there. And now... You know, beautiful fencing. You know, the the wind screens all the way around the outfield. You got metal bleachers. You got a grandstand. You got turf. You got, you got a backstop for the first time and ever. That was one um, of the advantages Schuylkillhaven had. No backstop. So if you had a wild yeah, pitch, this, that thing went forever. No, listen. Hey, this backstop's just as just as it's, bad. It's just as deep. Uh, and, right. and the other part it's is. You're it's not just getting one base. It's the padding and it doesn't bounce out. Yep. And and you're you're not getting just a base now when the ball goes out of play. You can keep running. Yeah. It is a bigger adventure now with the with the professional style backstop back there than it was with the out of play lines. You got one. When you took off, that ball got through, you got second base. Now that ball gets through, you're probably gonna end up at third. Huh. Yeah, Fletcher Eads, Nativity's catcher, he had a hard time back there because the ball would skip past him and it would hit those padding and it would just drop. And it was no kickback, so he had a, you know, you can't just run total full speed back there. You're going to run into the wall. So you got to slide and try to pick it up and try to throw somebody. And, you know, it was a, that's tough. That's tough for any catcher. Indeed. You know, Leroy, the other interesting note about baseball in our area this year, and, you know, it's, it, it, does it harken back to all of the. 
notoriety through that whole Travis Blankenhorn tour with professional scouts, college scouts. You know, Reggie Crawford putting putting Schuylkill League baseball on the map and the wonderful things he's doing at UConn. You know, you got to believe those two guys brought more eyes on Schuylkill League baseball with the amount of kids playing right now that are going to either Division One or Division Two schools to play baseball. Um, Kyle Spots, the Lee Heighton athletic director, and if you're listening, Kyle, I am working on this project for you. Um, he asked me a week or two ago, he said, hey, have you ever put together a list of kids – that in the past like five to ten years from the Schuylkill League that have gone, you know, Division One, uh, and he had a catcher at Lehighton, uh, Jared Nalazik. I don't know if I Nalesnik. Right Nalesnik, yeah, Nalesnik. He went to Lehigh, mm-hmm. and he was a stud, and they won the district title when he was there. That was before they got to the Schuylkill League. Mm-hmm. But you know, between between Travis, between Reggie, between you know Eli Naples, between the two Hinchcliffe boys. Um, you know, all those guys that came through in 2015, 2016, 2017, um, when travel ball first started to really pick up in this area, Travis in that age group was probably about eight or nine, ten years old. Um, you know, Charlie Fritz was a big guy behind all that. Um, you know, the West End Outlaws was a Higgins-based uh, travel team that got kids out um, and about, you know, uh, there was all kinds of, you know, the Cooperstown teams that uh, Jim Mistician takes to, you know, for Little League 12-year-olds. All that helps these kids not only get seen, but gets them to face better competition at a young age. And, and yeah, some kids burn out. Some kids they just can't. It's just too much. But if you look back at the playoff runs that some of these teams have made, yes, true, we have not had a baseball team play for a, school league, or excuse me, for a PIAA state championship since 2012 when Pine Grove got that. But every year since, we've had a team in the state semifinals, one out, one ground ball, one hit away from getting to state college. And, um, you know, I think it's it's amazing. You know, and Schuylkill Haven had a lead over Camp Hill in the seventh inning two years ago. Um, you know, Tamaqua got really far. North Schuylkill uh, got really far. Pottsville, you know, got to the state semis when Travis was there. And, and Eli, uh, they had one bad inning, lost to Abington Heights. Um, so all that success, I mean, the Schuylkill League, and, and you guys talked to Nick Brayford last week on your show, the Schuylkill League, I would throw them up against anybody uh, on a competitive level for this size of schools. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously in a 6A league, yeah, the Schuylkill League is a little bit behind, but in a small school league, classes one through four, the Schuylkill League will, would, would be very competitive, if not would win all of those. Indeed. You know, another thing I, th- I found interesting for those teams in 4A, in, in, as far as the district, we'll jump ahead a little bit before we get into so much, some of this, some more of this league talk and divisions in the league. But I want to look at that uh, Class 4A bracket. That got loaded this year. And, you know, sometimes it, it was the sports director said to me, you know, if I was a 4A team in the Schuylkill League, I may have declared to play up this year to avoid some of that. Yeah, Pottsville's smiling like a Cheshire cat right now because they were the only team left in 5A from our area. And the rest of those teams, minus Southern Lehigh, uh, Pocono Mountain East isn't bad. Southern Lehigh is usually pretty good every year, but everybody else left. And and then in 3A, you had a couple teams that got bigger. So all all these melting pot of schools get thrown into 4A. you got Northwestern Lehigh, who brings almost everybody back from two years ago. Um, they're unbeaten. You got North Schuylkill in there, Blue Mountain in there, you know, Scrappy, Pine Grove, and Jim Thorpe teams 
in there. You know, you have Bethlehem Catholic and Allentown Central Catholic in there. They, they always have decent teams. And then there's a couple other Colonial League teams thrown in the mix there. Saucon Valley's in there, um, you know, that, that are decent baseball programs. You know, I'm not really sure what they have this year, but, you know, that, that's, that whole playoff bracket, it's all going to depend on matchups, as I said before, but, boy, that's going to be pretty interesting to watch. Indeed. It's, you know, I, I, I may have said, give me 5A this year. I, I'm going up. Give, me, give it to me. Because I'll tell you, wow. When you talk 4A baseball, and there's going to be a big matchup on Monday, we'll have it here on WPPA, North Schuylkill of Blue Mountain. That not only has Division One implications, but District 4A implications right there twice this season. So that's going to be a, a, a key matchup here on Monday afternoon. And let's talk about that Division One of the Schuylkill League. And you say it's pitching-centric this season. What do you see in Division One? Well, I think if you look on paper, Blue Mountain has the best team top to bottom. The problem with Blue Mountain is they basically got a, a super late start with some COVID issues in their school. They didn't play until this past week, and you know they, they lost to a Pine Grove team that, that had already played four or five games, had already worked out kinks that, you know, that they had early in the season in a couple losses. They found some kids, moved some kids around. That's what these kind of non-league games are always for. I mean, your lineup in your first game of the year is never the same as your lineup in game 10 or game 20. Um, there's kids that step up. There's kids that step down, if you want to put it that way, in your lineup. The kids that hit, kids that don't hit. Kids that field, kids that don't field. And Blue Mountain's still trying to find that. You know, they're still trying to get used to, you know, they have a, a ton of talented kids. Where do they all fit? You know, where where is they going to fit the best? So they're, they're still kind of finding their way, whereas, you know, on paper, I think they're the best team. Now, North Google is the best offensive team. I mean, they got some mashers on that team between the two Chawanskis. I mean, Jackson Chawanski's a freshman. He looks like he could be about 25. He is built. <laughs> so, that kid is a monster. I mean, he was a monster in the football field when he hits a baseball. And I saw this in the summer, umpire and penalty games. I mean, it goes a long way. Um, you know, and they have a stud pitcher in Tanner Wallacavage who played travel ball in, on a team that went to Georgia over the summer. Um, pitched for Girardville. Um, you know, had a quarantine from that tournament to Georgia, or Gerardville might have won the whole thing in senior league. Um, so they have a stud number one, and they have a couple of guys that could be 1A, 1B. Logan Burke pitched yesterday in that tournament and pitched well against Panther, a really good Panther Valley team. Um, so, you know, if, if Coach Brayford can find which pitchers to put in which order and get some good defense out of his team, North Schuylkill will be there at the end. Pottsville will also be at the end. They have the best pitcher in the division in John Hollivitz, who's going to Radford, a school in Virginia, Division One. Uh, he showcased some of his talents in the, in the independent league, basically Legion Baseball was, last summer. Uh, threw a no-hitter. I think he threw a perfect game uh, in the summertime. Um, you know, he, he threw his upper 80s somewhere in that ballpark. He's, he's not the most... Uh, Stout physical. When he puts some muscle on, he's going to be even better. Um, he's still kind of growing into his body, but he is a, a good control, good speed pitcher. And anytime he takes the hill, Pottsville has a chance to win. And, and Pottsville's Pottsville. I mean, they, they're a non-league schedule. They they play teams from all over the place. You know, so far this year, I mean, so far this year they played Bethlehem Catholic. They played Conrad Weiser, who's a decent team in the Berks League. They played Muhlenberg, who might be one of the best teams in the Berks League. So you play those teams. In your non-league, they play Wilkesbury today. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you go out in your non-league schedule, you play some tough teams. Yeah, you might not win, 
and your record might not be 18 and 2 or 20 and 0, but when you get to the playoffs and you get to league play, your kids are tested and they've seen better pitching. So, um, you know, I think Potts will be there at the end. And, and that's a matter of, so on Monday, when, you know, you guys do the North Schuylkill Blue Mountain game, Wall Cabbage will pitch for North Schuylkill because it's his turn. And I'm not really sure who pitches for Blue Mountain. Derek Engling pitched the other day. Derek Engling is a Division One player. He's going to Bucknell, but he's going as a middle infielder. Um, they have some kids they're still trying to find. You know, a number one, they have a stud catcher in Alex Tidmore. And they have some, some other kids back from that team two years ago that got to the state semis. Um, and, you know, it was, was essentially a bad call at home plate away from beating Redland. Um, hey. And they called him out. Man. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, but um, <laughs> you were there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I saw um, it. And, um, you know, I mean, so there's those three teams. I think those three are on, like, one little shelf. Uh, above everybody, but then right below it on the next shelf of your cabinet um, is Pine Grove and Jim Thorpe. Um, Pine Grove has two decent pitchers, and they have a kid by the name of James Lordy who hasn't really pitched yet. Um, either injury or COVID, I'm not really sure. No one's kind of telling me one way or the other. But when he takes the hill, Jim Thorpe can beat anybody. Um, and we'll see when he returns, you know, what, what kind of impact he has. And Pine Grove is just a scrappy bunch, you know. I had a, I had the pleasure of co- uh, covering that uh, final in the tournament out there last week, last Saturday between Pine Grove and Tri Valley. Uh, Keith Lehman and his son Jordan. Jordan is now the coach at Tri Valley. Uh, just a great, great evening. Uh, I have the ultimate respect for Keith Lehman as not only a baseball coach but a person, and the values that he has, and the way he conducts himself, and the way he talks to people. Uh, when you play pine, when you play baseball for Pine Grove, you not only get a baseball education, you get a life education, and you you come out of that program a better man than you did when you got in it, and that's because of Keith Lehman. So I, I you know, he is able to take teams and make them into winners when yeah, maybe they don't have everything that they need. I mean, you know, they don't have a Frankie D'Agostino pitcher. They don't have the guys that run that 2012 team that, you know, painted their hair gold and won everything. Um, you know, but they have a bunch of scrappy kids that were winners in football and they were winners in basketball and they know that feeling. So don't be surprised if they, you know, they, they took, they beat Blue Mountain already and they took North Google 6-6 through seven innings before the game was suspended the other night. So you have to keep an eye on them. I mean, there's seven teams. I've mentioned five. So, um, Lee Heighton and Tamaqua are not at any of those two levels. Uh, they're young, they, they lack pitching, and they're going to take their lumps this year. But any of those five teams that I just mentioned could be in the hunt for one of the two playoff spots, You know, depending on which pitcher you face on which day, which guy you throw on which day, errors, walks, etc. There's so many variables that go into it. So it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out come early May. Mm-hmm. Indeed, you know, you talk about Slugger. I mean, not only not only baseball coaching wise and the way he treats people, but I can tell you that uh, you know, you have any questions about what to do to your field? Yeah, I mean, as care. a groundskeeper, he'll be there. It doesn't matter if he has to play on it twice. He, he doesn't care. You know, he, he's just there, and he's all about it, and he's all about making sure people and kids have the best opportunities and the best places to go and do things and the best spots to be in for competitiveness. Can't say enough about Slugger. No. So, Division Two, Leroy, what are we looking at there this season? You know, Division Two, top to bottom, is the best division in the Schuylkill League. 
and those five teams are going to spend this entire season just beating each other up. Um, you know, right now through one week, Schuylkill Haven's unbeaten. They could lose their next four games. It, it's that, you know, I mean, the, the way things are shaking out in that division. Um, I think going into the year, when I looked at everything, I thought Williams Valley was the team that would emerge from there, and they still might. Uh, they're only lost. They're three and one. Their only loss is a four-three setback to Schuylkill Haven this week. Uh, they've beaten a good Upper Dauphin team. They've beaten a good Jim Thorpe team. Uh, they beat Lime Mountain the other day, and they're not really totally healthy. Um, Bryce Holland won't pitch this year. He has an, a shoulder injury, and he's working his way back into the lineup. Uh, so there's a big key piece that they had counted on that won't be there. Um, I already mentioned Nativity and Cooper Ravage. I already mentioned all about Schuylkill Haven. Tri-Valley, those kids all benefited by playing team league last year. I mean, both, you know, the, the Higgins team won the B division, and their A team was probably the best team for most of the uh, most of the season. Uh, so all those kids are now playing high school ball. Uh, you know, between uh, Devin Wirtz and Jonas McGrath, and you know all the other kids that they have on that team, they have some arms. Uh, they don't have a dominant number one. Uh, they have maybe the most feared hitter in the whole league in Chase Hurt. Because if you hang a curveball or you throw a fastball in the wrong spot, that ball's gone. Uh, he had six homers two years ago. Um, he has one already, so and the ball hasn't really traveled much, you know. This year, it's, it's been cold and and windy at certain times, and when it starts to warm up, you know that that's that's the ball is going to fly more. Um, so, you know, Tri Valley is a team that you know, it, as I said, it, it it's going to depend on which teams face which. You know, who faces Mason Olsh this week? Who faces Jay Cooper out this week? Now, I haven't mentioned Minersville. Minersville has a bunch of kids who played on the branch senior league teams. Uh, they are young. I think Minersville's maybe a year away. They have some good seniors on the team. Gabe Davis, uh, Hayden Pox, this are two names to look at. But, you know, some of their better players, some of their better pitchers are juniors yet. So, um, not to take away from anything from their senior class, but uh, they have they have some young talent on the way. And um, they'll be interesting to see. You know, they're one in three right now, but their losses were one run to Nativity, Extra innings to Tri Valley, and and they lost to North Schuylkill in the tournament, and they beat a pretty decent Upper Dauphin team. So, um, you know, those games in Division Two, uh, and you, you mentioned the factor that you know I hadn't really considered until today was how is Haven going to play on grass? Yep. Um, you know they haven't played on grass yet. They've played three games on turf. And how are all those other teams going to play on turf? And some of these kids when they play travel ball will play at the in the net facility down in Palmyra. And there's a turf field inside, and there's a turf field outside. And I'm sure that some of these kids have played travel ball where they've played on turf, but they haven't played on it every day. And they haven't played on Haven's turf, which is really fast. Oh, it's um, oh, you're not kidding. I mean, it, I mean, it, you know, you you have to slide early, or you're not going to get. You're going to fly right past the base. Um, huh. You know, I saw that in, in the scrimmage, in the scrimmage North School. A kid went to steal second, he went right by like a like a car in ice type deal. Um, so. It's interesting. Division two will be the, the the most fun if you're a baseball fan and you want to watch games every time. Go see a Division two game because those games are going to be awesome to watch. How about uh, Division three, Leroy? So Division three is Panzer Valley's to lose, and that that's the easiest way to put it. Marion's won that division in the last five years. You know, Tony Radoka has done a pretty good job taking over for Jeff Neitz up there. They won a district title with him. Um, but they just don't have the horses that they've had in the past. Um, they're very young. 
they have some kids who can hit. Um, you know, Jake Tulock, Julian Rickard, Luke Walzer, all talented kids, uh, but they just don't have any pitching uh, or any pitching that has stepped up to assert themselves yet. Uh, and they've taken some lumps um, so far this year. Um, they have one win over an executive education team that's really bad. There's some small schools in Lehigh Valley that are just awful. Um, executive ed, the Salem Christian team, Shannon beat yesterday, would probably lose to B-team league teams um, oh, from up here. Um, what, 23 nothing in three innings was that score yesterday? Yeah, yeah 19 um, in the first inning or something they gave up. 19 in the first, yeah. yeah. Um, Shenandoah is a decent club. Um, they're a year away. They have no seniors on that team. And apparently, from what Coach Jeff McSimmick told me, a pretty good group of eighth graders coming for next year. So Shenandoah might be a team that we're talking about a lot next year um, because they have really you know, four decent kids um, that can throw. Luke Mata, Owen Kosar, Caleb McSimmick, and and Nick McKitta, um, all those kids are, are decent pitchers. Uh, some of them need to fill out, you know, Luke Maddox is a big kid now, but some of those other youngsters need to fill their bodies out a little bit, get more muscle, be able to throw the ball a little bit more harder. Um, and, and I think Shenandoah is a team that will surprise some people in those Division two, three crossovers and steal a game from some of those Division two teams here and there, depending on, you know, which pitcher they throw. Um, but, you know, they play Panther Valley on Monday. We'll see how they stack up. Panther Valley is also a young team. Um, their program got a nice jump a couple years ago when Lansford joined the Schuylkill County Teenier League. And I've mentioned Teenier League a lot today, and I'm, there's a specific reason why. Our Teenier League in our county is spectacular. Um, that age group from 13 to 16, John Chum is the president from Fractal. You guys know him. He's a legend in my mind. Um, the things he does with kids, not only as a coach, but as an administrator for that league, those teams get so much experience and playing time on the summer that it totally fuels these high school teams when they get to the high school level. And Lansford joined the Schuylkill County Team League a couple of years ago, and they're good. Those, those kids uh, got to the finals in the B division two years ago, maybe two or three years ago, and all those kids are high school kids now. So... You know, they have a, they have a, they have a, a kid named Derek Pavlik, who's a senior. He pitched against Marion this week. I saw that game. Pitched very well. Uh, they have two brothers, Bradley and Stephen Hood. Both of them throw very well. Stephen Hood's about 6'4". You, you guys might have seen him in yep. basketball. Yep. Um, you know, very talented athlete. Uh, Mike Pasco was their catcher and, and a pitcher and an infielder for them. They have some talented kids. Um, some of them are seniors. Some of them are young. And they're, they're the team to beat in Division Three. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they stack up against Haven, Tri-Valley, Williams Valley, Minersville, and Nativity in those crossovers. But, um, you know, unfortunately for Panther Valley, they moved up to 3, to 3A for districts this year by enrollment. Because if they would have been in 2A where they were the past couple years, that would have been interesting to see them, Haven, Williams Valley, and Shenandoah all in that division, in that district playoffs race. Um, but they climbed up to 3A where, you know, two years ago, state runner-up Notre Dame Green Pond is loaded. So um, that's going to be a tough, tough road to hoe for them. Um, but Well, Leroy, you know, you talk about that teener leagues and, and you talk about a lot, but, I mean, it's evident where they're the feeder program. 
That's where the, the kids get that continuity. That's where the kids get that chemistry built. And then it plays off in, in high school, like you talked about early in the program about Schuylkill Haven, their teener program being successful, their high school team now being successful this year. So, you know, yeah, a lot of has to be paid attention there to those teener league players. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have lamented, um, you know, myself, you guys on the air as well, about, oh, these kids lost their high school season. Yeah, they did. And I feel incredibly awful for the seniors. We had some good teams last year, too. We had yeah. some teams that could have went really far in the playoffs that never got that opportunity. And that's something that those kids will never get back. And your heart goes out to them. Um, and spring was really the only season that lost everything. And they were the only ones that the PLA said, no, you're done. So those kids, you know, my heart goes out to them. I really do. I, I tried to, you know, as a parent, tried to um, try to comprehend how I would feel about that. I mean, my son is a college athlete. He lost uh, his spring season, his fall season, and they just started this week. He's a golfer for DeSales. Um, they just started this week. So they went 13 months without a competitive tournament or a competitive dual meet. You know, you only have so many years to play um, when you're an athlete, both in high school and college, so your time runs out. And I tried to try to put myself in those shoes as a parent. Um, if my kid had been a baseball player last year, and it, it was t- it's tough. It's tough to go through. But that being said, all these younger kids got a chance to play over the summer and play a lot. And that is really, you know, is going to show itself, I think, here in the high school season. Indeed. Well, Leroy, when do we expect the uh, crystal ball to be found? Well, you know, I was out doing some lawn work the other day, um, and I did see it. It is it's really dirty. And and I don't know, I don't, Eddie, are you a peeping Tom or what? You knew exactly where it was. You knew the exact same shelf. It's up there on the right-hand side. No, I remember um, you telling us in one sh- in, in, like last year when everything was getting canceled. You're like, I'm going to put it up in the shed, the top right-hand side shelf. You know, for those of you listening and going, what, huh, what? This is a fictional prognosticator. (laughs) I I used those words the other day, and and Chazzy's color guy looked at me and went, huh, what? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, fictional prognosticator, but, you know, personification is a a good tool for a writer, and uh, the crystal baseball is a perfect example of that. So, um we breathe life into it, and we create its own identity, and then when things go wrong, we can blame it for when things go wrong. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Well, I look forward to seeing that uh, emerge again from the depths of the shed, Leroy, so we could take a look at districts. But right now, the Schuylkill League schedule is what everybody's clamoring for, so... That's what we like to uh, to talk about first, and then we'll talk about districts here in a couple of weeks because this spring season is so compact and so fast and furious. But, uh, boy, am I glad the kids are playing. Yeah, and we'll know more about districts this week. The uh, District 11 media conference is Friday. Uh, it's a virtual-type deal. Uh, I'll send you the link to it if you want it. Yeah. Uh, you know, you guys might want to pay attention to it. I think they're going to outline the district schedules for all of the sports. Mm-hmm. as to where they're going to be held, what time, you know, home sites, whatever. They're going to use neutral fields. They'll probably go through all that, which is what they usually do for those kind of uh, meetings so that you have a heads up and you know when when things are and where things are. So we'll kind of have an idea about that a little bit. But, right. um, you know, the Schuylkill League playoffs are, are going to be here in one month. So it's going to be an intense month of high school baseball, and I uh, can't wait to see it. 
Me too, but Leroy, we must part ways at this point as we're uh, making our way to the end of the program here, and they're holding us the uh, get out of here sign, so thank you for joining us this morning. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Leroy. Well, Doc, there you have it. Leroy Boyer, the sports editor of the Republican Herald, joining us this morning here on WPPA Sports Saturday. We'll be back and wrap up the program right after these words. WPPA is giving you a chance to win with Phillies baseball again this season. It's the Black Rock Trucks and Equipment Home Run Payoff Inning. Here's how it works. If a Phillies batter hits a home run during our designated inning, a lucky listener will win some great prizes courtesy of our fine sponsor, Black Rock Trucks and Equipment in Frackville. A solo shot gets you a free oil change and tire rotation. A two-run homer, and you will win an oil change, tire rotation, and PA inspection. A three-run blast gets you an oil change, tire rotation, PA inspection, and front-end alignment. And for a grand slam, you will win an oil change, tire rotation, PA inspection, front-end alignment, and $400 towards a set of tires. To enter, drop us a postcard to WPPA slash BlackRock Trucks Home Run Inning Contest, P.O. Box 540, Pottsville, Pennsylvania, 17901. We will announce our payoff inning at 9.30 during the wake-up show. All prizes are courtesy of BlackRock Trucks and Equipment, 109 Fireman's Road in Frackville. WPPA now has an app for your Android and Apple devices. You can take WPPA everywhere you go. It's easy. Just go to the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and search 106-FM space WPPA and download it today. Life is about motion, so orthopedic injuries are just a part of life. Phoenix Physical Therapy helps you rise to new heights after an injury by creating a program focused on you. With direct access, you can easily schedule an appointment at one of our convenient clinic locations in Pottsville, Orwigsburg, Frogville, Pine River, Grass. Your community-selected Phoenix is the proud winner of the 2020 Republican Herald Reader's Choice Award. Your life should be pain-free, filled with activities that you love. With the help from Phoenix, you can recover, recharge, and rise. Visit phoenixphysicaltherapy.com to schedule your physical therapy visit. Boy, Doc, time flies when you're having fun with the old sports editor, huh? That's what they say, you know what I mean? When you're having fun, that time just blows by. And uh, it's almost like the spring sports season, Chad. It's going to be here and gone as you know it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, mm-hmm. the it's show nice is though. here and gone. Yeah, it was nice to learn all about what's going on around the Schuylkill League. Get everybody educated up and get ready. As Leroy said, league playoffs in a month at Stump Stadium. Can't wait. I think I want to go see some Division Two games. Well, you have to get yourself home from work in time. I think I can manage that but uh, if i don't i think i could catch some uh, later inning stuff indeed well that's gonna wrap up the program as we're in the later innings here this morning on sports saturday our thanks to gears dairy on tumbling run road in Pottsville, school county's only full service family owned dairy they've got the dairy line the full dairy line from skim to hull the orange juice to pump up that vitamin C, and of course the iced tea and fruit drink products. Brought to you also with raspberry tea now mm-hmm. and diet decaf raspberry tea. Not too sweet, not too mellow, just right. Sip on, Schuylkill County. Don't forget Phoenix Physical Therapy, where you can recover, recharge, and rise. Five convenient locations to get you back in action in Pottsville. Orwigsburg, Frackville, Pine Grove, and Gratz. That's Franco, Bobby, Mike, 
Lauren. With Lauren and Bo as they'll get you stretched out, ready to go. They also, not only your physical ailments, but if you're suffering from vertigo and those kind of other things, they'll get your head screwed on straight. So check them out at Phoenix Physical Therapy. We've got to say thank you to Leroy Boyer for joining us this morning. Remember, you're listening to WPPA Sports Saturday on WPPA Potsdam. Translator W290DP Potsdam Saturday morning oldie show up next.